Hello and welcome to the Unscripted Fitness Podcast. Um, I'm joined today by two other geezers in the first episode of the Three Geezers and a Podcast podcast. Um, do you want to introduce yourself, introduce yourself your boys? <laughs> Alright, well, I'm with Josh Bleasby and uh, Tom Cooper here. Um, say hello boys. Alright. Right. <laughs> Get enthusiasm. Well, right for you. Oh, right for me, I'm right, literally. <laughs> right, uh, just give a bit of an idea then. Uh, these are two of my closest mates that I've known for... Well, I've known you probably... Going on about 20 years now. Yeah, I know, fucking 20 years. And you, best part of... We played football together, didn't we? Yeah, we did, yeah. Right, seven. Was it seven? Was it that young? Yeah, it's famous. I don't remember playing that. I thought it was 11 when I first started. I was playing like, probably the first night going out nice out, 18. Yeah, about that, like, yeah. So it was, we'll call it about 12 years. Yeah, we'll call it about 12 years in that. So I'm joined by these boys today because uh, we started by, it was more of Cooper's idea to join this podcast and that. Um, but we're going to be chatting all sorts of stuff, everything regarding training, Spartan race, a little bit about football, so if any women listen to this, you might want to switch off out of it. Any men that listen to this, you might be intrigued. If not, this might be a quite a good podcast to listen to. The first thing before we go, might be interested. Well, probably will be interested, you know. Let's we'll talk about female topics, you know? Well, we can do, yeah. Depending. We wouldn't know, because it's on his phone. <laughs> Whatever topics they want to talk about. <laughs> All right, just give everyone a bit of an idea. Tell us a bit about yourselves, uh, starting with you, Coops, just to get a bit of an idea about you, what your roots are and stuff. Okay, well, we've obviously known you for 20-odd years now, which makes me sound old as fuck. Mm. Um, obviously, yeah, still going to the gym, playing a bit of football, um, working as a project manager. Um, yeah, just trying to trying to keep myself fit as the older we get. Um, I've had a couple of injuries in my past, so uh, probably lucky to still be playing football, really, but uh, mm. still enjoying it. And, uh, yeah, we were just saying earlier, uh, me and Josh, like, we're... we're Trying to go a bit teetotal now, so sorry to all you ladies that want to take me out for a drink. Um, Too many beer. It'll be a, it'll be a, <laughs> a Coke, Coke Zero for me, I think, for the time being. But uh, no, I'll, I'll be, uh, you know, special occasions might have a tipple, but uh, yeah, I think the the night out in Leicester after Spartan was the, the last one for a little while. And uh, yeah, I don't know about you boys, I was literally, I was ha- not, not overly hanging, but I was struggling after about the second mojito. At Cozy Club, so yeah. I was a bit like... I, well, see, with me, I, I can I, I can put the drinks away, and then I do it. It just hits me at once, and I feel fucking horrendous the next morning. Um, and what hit home hard to me was uh, football do out in Bristol. Uh, mm-hmm. had, had two solid twelve-hour day sessions of just drinking, and then watched the England final. Had to come home. Yeah. For, I came home early for that. I watched even final with you boys and didn't touch a drop of alcohol. And then I, I felt rough yeah. for about four days afterwards going back to work. So, yeah, um, probably going to stop doing that for a little while. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much me. What about your roots from? Uh, what about like your beginnings and stuff like that? So, have you been living in Santos? I'm a Santos lad. Always been in Santos, whole life. Um, Born in Frimley, and I've literally probably moved in a square radius of about two miles <laughs> in, in 30 years. Uh, and when he says about two miles, it's probably literally two miles because his parents are literally about no more than about. Oh, I've, I've lived just lived in all the shop. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was a thing with. Was that, was that living or was that just. Uh, was that almost, it was like a hotel, wasn't it? In Aldershot for about a year. Okay. Yeah, okay. I lived in Camberley. Okay, yeah, Camberley and Aldershot. 
for about 18 in months. In branching out. Yeah. Seven yeah, miles. Uh, abroad. Yeah, that was different, <laughs> different time zone in Hampshire. Um, so, yeah, okay. But the majority, all right, 28 and a half years of my life have been in Sands. Um, and, yeah, just local schools, local college. And then I've worked from, from 18. Um, done the odd stint in Thailand for a month. Uh, yeah, I'm travelling. Um, yeah. But yeah, just been just worked my way up as a project manager now. And uh, from the side of that, I've just been playing football um, at an okay level. Played step five, step six football um, locally. Um, yeah, always time when you knock it on the end and just play one more season. So yeah, you've been saying that for the last three years, haven't you? Yeah, I have, and uh, I can't give it up. So yeah, here we are. <laughs> In terms of um, your kind of. Um, sort of educational upbringing stuff like that it was mainly Santa school but was, um, was it College Town you went to so, yeah, College Town Juniors then Santa Secondary and then I did Farmer Tech for college um, didn't really go down the uni- university route because didn't really know what to do at that time uh, hindsight wonderful thing I kind of wish I went into more of like a trade maybe like a sparky or, mm. or plumber trade at that point but I didn't I went into graphics and from that I've got my job that I do now and I've moved about in my work and become a project manager so you know, it's, it's, it's put me in good stead for adult life now. I've got my own place mm-hmm. and um, got an all right car and all right lifestyle. Get to see local mates still. Um, not out in the arse of nowhere. So, yeah, it's not been too bad. But if I could have been, if I had ways switched on when I was 18, 19, probably would have been Sparky. And I know a couple of people now that have got their own company. So that's quite a cool thing to do. I think hindsight though is a, it's a wonderful thing because you boys know I've done plumbing um, while I was in. Uh, college as well and mm. I kind of wish I'd done the opposite in actually done something related to what I'm doing now as a personal trainer true but you when did you stop doing plumbing uh, literally well because what was it I because when I got qualified it was literally when the recession hit wasn't it um, in 20 2009 yeah 2009 yeah, yeah so I literally okay. qualified then well then you went to you were working at home base yeah well that was it and then yeah. after you finished at home base were you trying to find a plumbing well during that time well for the first like Three months I was trying to find a job as a plumbing apprentice but then there wasn't I was like phoning local firms I was even phoning um, all the local firms I went as far out as like Woking but nobody was taking anyone on but you, I think you changed early enough in your sort of career if you like that how long have you been doing the PT stuff now oh god since 2014 now so, yeah. so the, the longer you let that go the harder it gets so can you imagine yeah. going on the, the, the gym floor now or starting up to when oh, did you yeah. first work out? Nothing uh, about Virgin, it was Virgin. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. And going, hi, I'm a new PT, I'm 30 years old. Oh, the thing is that, I'm starting from the bottom again, so you know what I mean? So if you, were, if you say you're a plumber all the way up to now, you're like, Dad, do you know what? Do you want to set that off? I want to be a PT. What's, what's the going rate for a starting PT on the floor? Oh, uh, mate, you're talking minimum wage, you would be. Like, exactly. You'd be talking minimum wage back in a gym floor, even then still, it's the... I think sometimes, though, that if you're starting out at a older age sometimes it's uh, I'm only basing this based on the demographic you might attract is that if you're older you might attract an older demographic that might but you might fast track a little bit more so if you're yeah. if you are 30 31 and you're just starting out you might get bumped up a little bit so it's like you might become I know the gym manager or something like that yeah exactly. um, or you might be able to start your business a bit quicker but you learn so much more when you're younger, yeah, um, and you get you're all right, you go, it takes a little bit slower, but that progression through the years puts you a, a lot better stead now for that experience you've had, rather than fast tracking one or two years. Exactly. So. Yeah. Beatles. What do you want to know? Well, just tell me. Come on. 
enthusiastic as ever. If you could see him now, you can tell he's um, an enthusiastic sort out of it. Um, that's tell us about your roots, man. Obviously, my roots. Your roots. Um, I was born in Hertfordshire. The, uh, There's no job interview, mate. Just, speak, just fly me through out of it. I'm not, I'm not interviewing for a job. Just literally come natural out of it. Well, <laughs> I, well I normally talk about my roots here. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I'm a police officer. I've done that for 13 years. Um, done loads of different jobs within that. Uh, generally, hobbies are around gym, training, uh, golf. Um, I've always lived around Sandhurst, sorry, around that way, um, around Cambly. Um, trying to work out what you fucking talked about a minute ago. What did you say? About college, wasn't it? Well, well, <laughs> well I was starting to say about football and my view, and then obviously he was saying about education, and we're just kind of leaning on to jobs that we do now. And then kind of push it back on Zach, really, what he does. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're back to first. Let's go back to Zach. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Is that it? Well, it depends what you want to know. Well, no, I mean, in terms of like, because obviously you're, when me and Coops were in school, you weren't really part of our core group, weren't it? So, because. I went to a different school. Yeah, exactly. You went to Edgebound, didn't you? So, yeah. um, how did you get around knowing, um, like, when was it the first time you, because obviously we said about we playing football and everything, um, how did you get around to joining upon our group or like getting in how we are now, how close we are now? It was mainly there through Ashton, I think, wasn't it? it was, like, oh, I, yeah, Ashton, Ashton. I lived next door to Tom Ashton in, yeah. in, in turn, went to school with you lot and knew you lot. And then I had the, the pleasure of meeting Yance with his <laughs> dance mat house with his one leg up on his jeans. I was like, who's this kid? Who's <laughs> this clown? Yeah. Yeah. And then generally just being a little shit and fucking about for the next sort of uh, three to four years of you know, yeah. teenage life. Going to parties, <laughs> just doing mm. the general shit that all teenagers do basically yeah. Yeah. Um, sort of semi-grown up now <laughs> yeah, yeah semi-grown up <laughs> we, only, we only do half the stuff now yeah so uh, <laughs> I'm not drinking anymore we've had some good stories good times uh, we were talking about this the other night actually up in uh, Leicester for the Spartan the old um, I remember being 18 with a broken leg and hopping around at about 3 in the morning diverting lorries down uh, Josh's uh, <laughs> Josh's parents road um, and being, <laughs> being, being quite famous in the, uh, in the south of England so if uh, anybody's listening that uh, lives down uh, that road what was that road called? Avenue Road Avenue Road <laughs> and you had some wage trains lorries yeah you can thank us for that so uh, claims of fame um, and then try not to get caught by the police and hiding in a bush <laughs> and if they did catch us I wasn't running away because I was on crutches so mm. yeah. this was plot prior to me Join the police. I did not do that. I did not do that. Uh, so, um, yeah, we and then grew up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he's clear as a whistle now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, oh, we had a few, few um, good times in between, some lads holidays and all that. Yeah, we have, yeah. Because I think I didn't go to Vegas with you boys, didn't I? When you went in 2012, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at home, I was working, I was. So. Yeah, I'm not sure about it, maybe you missed out massively. Yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't have regret, but that's probably one of my yeah. biggest. I think that's a pretty big holiday now. Yeah. That's the thing. If you're going to miss out the holiday, I'll probably miss out. I'm going to be honest. Vegas is 22. Um, 
still living at home with your parents, got a care in the world, that place. And, and if any of your listeners have never been before, they know exactly what I'm talking about. It is a completely different world. Um, it opens your eyes up to everything's on tap 24 7. Um, we were bowling in there straight from the flight, get a taxi to our, our hotel in New York, New York, bags down, straight out, no, no problem at all. And uh, I think we stayed out for seven days. All I can remember from still my soul. All I can remember from the pictures of the holiday is that photo of you standing on the ledge in that archangel. You know, where your suits oh, are. Yeah. Well, that was yeah, God, That was one of the. That was probably one of the, actually one of the best nights. To be fair, we were kind of some of us went suited and booted, and others kind of went smart dressed, but uh, played it coy with a pair of uh, swim shorts underneath the jeans. Yeah, and that came in handy when everyone then decided to go in the pool. Um, and I thought I might be able to roll the jeans up uh, to my knees. Uh, got thrown out of the pool by the bouncer, so I just had to go back to the. Uh, Back to the little condo we had rented out, but uh, tequilas were flowing. Um, we were, yeah, the bouncer was just saying, Do you want us to go and get some American girls? They were obviously popping by and saying hello and drinking our drinks, and uh, yeah, just living the Vegas lifestyle, basically. Wasn't Neo playing that night, you boys were in that? Not that one, no, that was, a, that was another night in uh, Bellagio in a nightclub called Bank, and uh, yeah, we played. Uh, Calvin Harris, I don't Bank. No, 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 they're not in the... Uh, I think so, yeah. We, we went and saw a few, quite a few people, actually. I'm not sure we actually saw, saw him, but we sort of saw Neo with a couple of tables down in Bank, each paying stupid money, about $400 each, to uh, get on the table, because mm-hmm. uh, eight lads weren't getting in anywhere other, other than yeah. lying on the table. Um, so, yeah, we saw Neo. And then I remember the last night we saw uh, Dead Mouse. Mm. Oh, yeah, uh, really, yeah. That was, I think that was the win, I want to say. Uh, one of the one of the outside ones again because I remember playing like blackjack in the middle of the pool, have, yeah. <laughs> like blackjack in like a little island in the pool when I was yeah, losing. Playing, yeah, I had been losing it, you know. Yeah. Um, been quite a bit of money during that holiday, but uh, yeah, spent all of it Didn't we? Um, and had a time time and a half. So yeah, it's good. The main question is, did you come back with a profit from that holiday? No, uh, <laughs> definitely not. Profit, profit is in. I spent more than I took. Yeah, profit is in my <laughs> life was enhanced. Yeah, <laughs> my experience in life was I yeah. come down after Vegas was fucking horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I think mean, I, I spent. Uh, I mean, the, the holiday itself was about twelve hundred quid. Flights in the hotel. I took out there two grand, and I won about a grand as well. And it all just went. So. Things we put down like that, you know, it's a lot of money, but it's. Not that once in a lifetime, not once in a lifetime experience because you can go again. But I think when you're at Vegas at that age, at 22, yeah. you don't get many opportunities to be at that mature ish age. Yeah, and I think, you know, the way we did it was like, we, we did, you know, the value of money. We were at home with our parents, yeah. paying mm. like little to fuck all rent. And we'd all just turned. 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the drinking age in America is 21. Mm-hmm. We'd heard about Vegas. We wanted to go and do it. There's no point of going to Vegas under 21. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going on a family holiday and you want to go and watch the shows. You can do Vegas in a number of different ways, but we went out there to just go to the clubs in the evening and the day and the pool parties in the day. And, yeah, you could look at that as being, oh, just like a bit dickheadish or whatever. Well, we were just young lads. Young lads. Yeah. Single lads <laughs> just going out there and having a good time. And mm. um, now, if I was to spend four grand on holiday, uh, I'd have to either fucking win a bit of prize money or I'd be saving for the next sort of like two years because I've got a mortgage to pay now, so uh, yeah. and a car to pay. So you know, I've got different priorities in life. Got bills, but then we didn't have a care in the world. 
Yeah, I do regret not coming on a holiday. But so sorry, just to run that in and there. But yeah, cheers, mate. I appreciate that. <laughs> you still got time to go, so yeah, I probably go on your own pod. Yeah, I'll go on your own pod. Yeah, well, just pretend you're 22. Maybe do it on your 32nd. Well, to be fair, I'm sure I can just shave my beard a bit more. Well, if I've you still look about 22, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I still say I could get away with it. Just change uh, pink in my um, ink pen, my driver's license, a little passport, bit, yeah. and passport, and say I was born in a. Uh, 1990. No. Who are you trying to kid with the 2000s? Who are you showing that to? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point, actually. There's going to be American girls. Oh, I'm, like, I'm 22. Check the look at you, don't. They ain't checking your idea, are they? <laughs> um, let's talk about um, lockdowns and that lot, because obviously we had um, a little fitness group, didn't we? Over, was, it made, was it the... Second, it was the second and third ones we had the fitness group and wasn't it? Yes, I want to say um, it kind of kicked off more in the second one in November. Yeah. Because we had like a month lockdown, didn't we? And then we opened again for like two or three weeks and then... And then Christmas we time. And it was different in different areas, wasn't it? But I know around here in Berkshire, it was closed down in Surrey mm. as well. But then in Hampshire, it wasn't. Yeah. But that was around about Christmas time. And then from January through to what, April, it was mm. lockdown three, wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, we had, a, we had a fitness club going and we just kind of just motivated ourselves, really, just to yeah. put a run in every week type thing, wasn't it? A 5K, a 10K, um, just to... Spend joke money on weights. Yes, yeah, we did. They're collecting dust at the moment, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I kind of was a mix, for me personally, and I don't obviously you, you can tell your bit as well, Josh, but like, um, I wanted to keep doing a bit of cardio as well. Because at the time I didn't have the weights to use. I had some 10 kilo like adjustable dumbbells mm. and they weren't really, I could get a decent workout with them, but they weren't really doing the job. I'm like, I was getting frustrated because they weren't doing the same as like obviously the heavier weights in the gym. And because it was winter, so, uh, yeah, November time, I was doing like hit workouts in my front room here and I live in a flat and there's not that much space to, to kind of throw, throw yourself around it. Yeah. So I was going to my parents' garage in the cold and I was like this is just shit your so, warehouse yeah don't mind, Yeah, but, I, but then I, only I could go there and, it, and again it was like I'd have to go and grab my weights take them in the car to the warehouse there were some weights there but then that person took them home because it was theirs so again it was kind of like trying to fit fitness in wherever I could and the cardio was good and the motivation in that group was good because we were putting yeah. some good 5k to the right. times you went and did your um, charity seven and a half marathons in seven days. Yeah, that was that one. And did you do the one through the night as well? Yeah, the five k. Yeah. Um, or was it? I think it was like five. It was five k for over. You're doing like a team type thing. Yeah, it was a bit like a five k relay sort of thing. And we, um, I think I've done in the end over like thirty five kilometers or something stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was great in the end because um, this is where we'll, we'll get around to the talk about the Spartan race in a bit, but. When I think about it, in December I'd done seven and a half marathons in seven days. Not only two months later, I'd done that 35 kilometres over 24 hours. And now, not is not anything in comparison, but it's still another challenge. It's another fitness-like challenge. Yeah, and I think those challenges keep you going. It's something to look forward to. And then yeah. when you're in the moment, you're like, right, well, I've got to do this now. And you, 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 I guess that half marathon thing, you just come up with that idea. So well, I was doing it. You were just doing it for yourself. <laughs> what was annoying as well was that I was hoping to get a bit, not, not hoping to get a bit more pressed, but like there was a guy who, a uh, rugby league player, I think it was, who yeah, done, seven, right. yeah, done, yeah, seven, done seven marathons yeah. in seven days, because yeah, that's what yeah, I was yeah. thinking and doing. Yeah. But I thought, 
I've not run, run, I've not even run a marathon, let alone yeah. start for, let's just start with the seven and a half marathons. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's more than impressive, that, yeah, seven and a half marathons, that's, that's, that's awesome from you doing that. And you did get a bit of notification, didn't you? Um, oh, yeah, the, 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 the recognition I got from the uh, Wokenham Times, Abby, it was brilliant. Um, yeah. I got a bit of bit on the BBC Radio Berkshire, didn't I? Yeah, for, exactly. Yeah, got great recognition, yeah. That guy was doing, he was raising money for a... Um, uh, a rugby player that he used to play with that has most my new most normal disease yeah I remember so, and he obviously raised loads of money from that that guy's famous anyways and he's probably was trained to do running marathons mm. and had all that like you know professional coaching to do that you were just doing it off your own back which is amazing um, but with regards to that group yeah we would just like put a time in someone else would put a time in and we're just all lads living our own lives with work and family and what have you um, I'd attempt to finish your 5k <laughs> yeah, I was just going to get onto that, mate. You were in it, and then we booted you out, and then you came back in it. Mm. But you only came back in it because we had this Spartan book, mm-hmm. and then you didn't put one run in. Well, I was only running. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> no, but to be fair to you, you uh, you did um, you buy bought some weights, didn't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, I turned the second bedroom into a gym, yeah. which I've since used. Uh, probably count on one hand. New amount of times I've used that gym since, but yeah, but it might be key in the uh, in the winter months. Going, it might be quite hot to uh, work out in the summer there because it's what third floor. Yeah, yeah, um, it's a bit hot up there. Isn't it? I would say, yeah. I mean, for me, lockdown, trying to do workouts in lockdown was hard. Doing it solo, mm. and for me, I I. I would look at sort of, sort of fitness influencers and whatever. I was never going to be like signing up and doing like sessions and on a webcam yeah, of course, and like yeah. doing it. You know, you've got to do it every Wednesday night or every Tuesday, Thursday night, whatever. I was kind of doing it a little bit ad hoc whenever I could. Um, the thing that kind of helped me, um, the summer lockdown last year wasn't as bad because we could go outside and do stuff, yeah. do fitness outside. Agree, yeah. Longer days, a bit warmer, a bit nicer, not much of a problem. It was when the winter months hit and it was rainy, it was cold. For me, it wasn't too bad to go for a run. I don't mind running in any weather whatsoever. But it was more like, it's December. It's fucking five degrees outside. It's dark at half three, four o'clock. So I get home from work. I get to work, it's dark. Get home, it's dark. And then I come here and I'm like, right, I'm not going to do a workout in front of my TV, do a hit thing. Do I go to my parents, work out in their garage, really cold? I did that a few times. But... It gets, it get, you miss that social contact that you get in the gym no, no, and seeing no. other people, and I think that definitely played on my mind. And I now go to the gym. I just went to the gym tonight, and I didn't even do any weights. So I was doing more of like a, a cardio, um, playing card workout. Did it on my own, but I, I also had a chat with a couple of mates for like twenty minutes there. Once I finished my workout, had that social in- interaction. It's a different environment. Isn't it? it is massively, and there's other people working out doing other things. It just, it just totally takes away your. You're not just, you know, if I was working out in this front room and I'm like, there's, there's no kind of, I'm not looking for uh, other people for motivation, but sometimes I see someone else like lifting a weight, that can actually like spur me on to be like, oh, I'm going to bash out another set here, you know, it's like, oh, fuck it, geez, oh, this, got the 50s, mm. you know, and I've got the fucking 20s, and like, maybe I need to fucking get the 30s, here, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, but, yeah. uh, up my, up my, um, uh, up my input as such. So, yeah, I think, um, that definitely did the social contact definitely played on my mind I was staying I was staying fit anyway with regards to football I played yeah. football for September and October I played a lot of games and when it comes to November I, when I was doing my 5k's I was probably running my best 5k's because I was just doing yeah, football, football, football and then just went into running 
And then once I, I did a few runs in November, I went back to football in December, I was still fit. Because um, I, I do try, and, I'm not <laughs> not the best footballer, so I do try and pride myself on just fitness, whereas some people can play and don't even need fitness. But there are others in the middle who let their fitness go in the lockdown and it really affected them football-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'm fucking so happy the gyms are back open though. Yeah, no, it's the same with you though, Pete, isn't it? Because honestly, like you said, you weren't um, really... Well, you the environment, the environment is an escape, isn't it? It's, yeah, exactly. It's a different, it's where you relieve your stress and you, you do everything, you lock down, you're in the same room. You do everything in the same room, don't you? You, you, you eat, sleep, no, not eat, sleep, home, Pete. But yeah. it's, the, it's the same, it's all in the same environment, isn't it? It's, you never get out of it. Yeah, and I guess with your sport of training as well, because obviously you're more sort of in a traditional, even though we all train like the traditional bodybuilder way, you're more in hunt in home with it because obviously you don't do much outside like running or things like that, like say me and Coops would do. So yeah. I guess for you, it was like a bit of a trickier transition to do more home training with a little bit less like... There's no cardio involved in it, is there? There's yeah. All... All of my fitness is driven through the cardiovascular stuff. Driven through hit training and um, five-a-side football. Yeah. And when you've not got five-a-side football and your motivation to do a hit, hit workout in your living room is nil, you, you're going to suffer on you. So yeah, and like you said, because the gym's like an escape, you can do your hit workouts a bit more with enjoyment because I guess you've got things like battle ropes bigger open space yeah bigger open space you've got battle ropes depending on what gym you've got at you've got uh, sleds you've got uh, the cardio equipment like cross training even if you're doing some form of steady state like training you've got that available towards you so it's not like say I can do steady state at home you can't you just get bored of it quite quickly so um, that's why I think you know after having the group I think for a lot of people well, I think for one or two individuals, definitely helped out. Um, that I think really motivate them to go on more through and like do the five Ks and set those challenges and whatnot as well. For me speaking personally, I think it helps me out again because as much as people say, "Oh, you're a PT," you know, you should be motivated all the time to train and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, but I had some shitty little wind up dumbbells and that lot, which I got sack off, which I gave to a client because um, her dumbbells were almost becoming rusty and I just bought a brand new stack of uh, hex dumbbells that were wrapped for like 300 quid on Facebook Marketplace and then when I was doing like like you, you joined in for it but you didn't but when we were doing like the Zoom workout oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like when we done the Zoom workout over uh, Zoom I was doing that with a combination of weights with two other guys who were in my like little Zoom group and stuff and admittedly that was like the only time I not only time I trained because I would take Bruce out because I still count walking the dog as a form of exercise because like, mm. Buckler Park from from my house around Buckler's Park uh, around the new house in the venue I think that's where Ashton lives isn't it yes, yeah. um, that's like a 5k loop in itself and that take that took me about an hour and then you mm. think um, all those different challenges I was doing like the half marathon stuff and the 5k stuff etc um I guess that's what kind of kept me motivated really going out of it and then in a way I guess being a PT I had to kind of even though we had um, another guy in our group as a PT con I felt like it was a personal responsibility for me to try and be that to try and motivate the group a bit more because of the fact that I'm, the P- I'm a PT 
within a local distance and that comes in a totally different time zone. So, um, and then obviously if I've got to try and motivate myself, then I've got to try, well, first I've got to motivate myself and motivate other people. I guess the same way if you're a manager in a uh, big construction firm or big working firm and stuff, you, you've got to motivate yourself to do the job, then uh, pass that on. So, But isn't that your trigger point to you've got to motivate clients, you've got to motivate yeah. clients to then make your business successful, yeah, no, to then earn a living. Yeah, that's so it, yeah. That, that was almost like a, that, that's not a, a negotiable, is it? You yeah. have to be motivated to do your job. Then that's why, so, I, that's why in lockdown I had a, um, uh, like a bit of a, like a temporary mentor uh, for like my business and stuff, because I felt that if, obviously like with, uh, that's why I had my, my, my Zoom workouts in, because that's where they'll join in, some of them, obviously, like you said, in the first lockdown, it was easy in the first lockdown because there was a sense of novelty behind it, you know, mm. because I think people were like... Come out before. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah it's working from home, it's working, new, things aren't open, yeah, yeah. Or get involved with fitness. Yeah, that's what I mean. Much, yeah. say the, Zoom, the Zoom calls, whether it was business or fitness or just catching up, were going through the roof. You know, that, that was never really... Yeah, I was flat out busy with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. You'd get your FaceTimes and catching up with people like on the other side of the world, whatever, but then when everything just shut down, you're just con- confined to your own home. Mm. You know, everyone's on the Wi-Fi doing the, the Zoom calls, whatever you, and, and mm. what you say, it was, it was a novelty because it hadn't happened before, but then, and, and then with the nice weather, you could kind of go outside and do kind of when you were allowed to, like the, um, after a couple of months, doing like the social distancing, excuse me, the classes. Um, but then... Definitely that second lockdown, and then the third lockdown was like, oh, here we go then. Yeah, yeah well, this, this, this getting is getting tedious, and then that's when the kind of, I guess, the battles were happening with people with regards to thought process, and, and, that's, and that's what actually had. That's why the whole transition to online wasn't tricky. Actually, it was just I had to take a different approach with talking to clients because it was more of a, a personal approach where they had to check in for a phone call with me once or twice a week. Um, to talk about, you know, to identify what they struggle with. So, for example, if everyone's setting on plan, it would be my job to find out why and to find out what was going on with that situation and find solutions to those problems. Sure. Um, well, you go from being just a PT to, like, a PT and a psychologist then, really, to try and find out, like, obviously, if somebody's yeah. not doing their... If you if you do a, a workout plan or a diet plan for somebody and then they've all of a sudden had a bit of a crash and they're like, oh, we're not, we're not doing that what's gone on in their, you know, it depends how much they want to open up to you, but what's gone on in their private life, why they feel it. And it would have been so easy for people, especially in that third lockdown, January to March, or January to April, when it was mm. cold, dark, gloomy, back in the shitty lockdown, when are we ever going to get out of this, sod this? I think that was the reality though, wasn't it? It was the third one. After the first one, people were like, no, nah, we've done it now. Yeah. There's a lull through summer. Then there's that joke lockdown in November that had a tier system, and it just was a bit of, wind up to be honest no one really cared yeah it was done and dusted but then when that third one hit people were like oh we're going again yeah. and it was the reality of when does this end yeah absolutely and people, and would, have just, people would have just eaten junk food alcohol and then just gone because I was going to say to, to, to both of you actually like what, what you know what motivates you to to be fit, to be healthy, do you want to, you know, is it to prolong your life? Is it to be, you know what, actually, I'll show off to the other sex? Do you know what I mean? Because a lot of people at that point there, you got, you, there was nothing going on. You People were just working from home, staying home the whole time. Yeah. Who's to say somebody who's like, fuck this, I'm going to get the size of my house? Well, yeah, and also, and also there's no, I think that's the, the in, extrinsic, intrinsic motivations that comes on, isn't it? You know, you talk about um, intrinsic motivation, you know, what do you want to do for yourself and extrinsic with, like, external 
factors like people you know impressing people and things like that that's Mm. a very good point because I guess as us as single blokes and again this could be the same for both men and women that sometimes I find that the purpose of not all the time actually but sometimes the purpose of someone going to the gym especially if they've just broken up with someone um, because you boys would know I've done a photo shoot in 2017 no more than two months after I broke up with Rage and that and you know that was like my coping mechanism to like get on something after being with somebody and, and I'm not saying you've sacked off the fitness but like you, you, you probably like you know you, you'd put more of your time to somebody else and compromise little yeah. bits here and there and then you then you just on your own it's just time to like, give back to yourself exactly yeah, yeah and that's yeah. what it was and because um, that's what I would kind of get your thoughts on because I always sometimes I find that this is just from my experience of being a PT is that sometimes the majority of women I try and see anyways have come from seeing me after they broke probably about a month or two after they've broken up with someone and they just want to feel better about themselves now again whether it's just a male they want to see a male PT who gets a bit more attention to detail of them makes them feel good or because uh, I guess it could be the same way with a bloke you know but I go to a female PT to feel the same way I just kind of want to get your thoughts on that really what your opinions are probably less common it's less common for a man to go to a female PT yeah but or let's just say for example if a man goes to a man PT then let's just say for example yeah. after a breakup that says I want to get in better shape to feel better about myself yeah I think the transitional period like the time is probably less yeah probably happens a week later yeah true opposed to two months down the line but I think that's just how men and women emotionally are wired mm. they're wired in different ways isn't they like they deal with things differently so I suppose a female coming out of a breakup who doesn't initially think God, I fucking better make myself look good yeah well, there'll be an element of it but it won't probably won't stretch to the extent of, and you've also got the fear of the gym that girls yeah. have yeah they kill you massively yeah I think that's a lot still a stigma isn't it yeah it um, is and that, that's it's easy and it's seen now like this the culture of to that, this day and age is that you just go you're a lad you go down the gym like mm. you grow up with it don't you, you there's, there's so many gyms that are out and available to you that as you turn 16 you start training like, and that is just how it is mm. um, so it's easier for them to just fall back straight into that um, yeah obviously I've got we, we, difficult trying to speak on behalf of females out there yeah, of course, yeah. of what they would do after a breakup whether they're going to the gym or whether yeah. they want to sit at home and uh, deal with their own emotions that way but I would definitely go and say with the majority of males that are into fitness that would have been working out either on and off when they're in a relationship would have 100% go, right, I need to get in shape now because we either focus on that purely for their own well-being to fill that void that they didn't have, uh, sorry, that they replaced with somebody. Yeah, so they finish work, they go to the gym for a couple of hours, they then have some food, they shower up, it's half eight, nine o'clock, watch a bit of TV for half an hour, go to bed. You wake up next morning, you go to work and then you repeat for five days. Yeah. You get to the weekend, you go, oh, God, you know, I've got a bit of extra time here. Well, you could go and do a longer session in the gym. It, you know, your, your time is, and then all of a sudden you've gone from like, well, actually, you know. It's filling your time, isn't it? Exactly. That, keeping stuff. yourself, keeping yourself, keeping your mind busy, keeping yourself busy. And I can speak on behalf of myself. I've been in a previous relationship where I started up to a gym, but I was like, oh, I don't really like working out. I was kind of slacking it off. And then I went from going maybe 
could probably go four or five times in a month to going four or five times in a week. Yeah. And I just caught the bug there and then, probably mid-20s, caught the bug. And I would say solidly, apart from, you know, breaking my leg, I would say I've kept up that average trend of at least three times a week, at the very least. Sometimes I've gone like six, seven times in the week, mm-hmm. maybe a bit of an overload, but it's always just been like, right, now it's habit, now it's lifestyle, now it's routine, rather than if I was to be, I'm single now, but if I was to be in a relationship now, I would still be going to the gym. No, there's, there's, no, there's no question about that. Yeah. And, and people might say that, it's like, oh, that's a bit sad. But it's my, it's my choice as a lifestyle, as a habit to yeah. do that. And if I was to meet somebody, I would make that very clear from the, from the outset that, yes, if I get on with somebody, I would want to be in a relationship, but at the same time, there will be some part of my relationship with that person that I will, me, myself, I'll be in the gym. And if that person wants to work, do a workout with me, great, it's fine. But I'm not just going to sack the gym off and sack off that lifestyle and that habit that I've created over the last few years just to, as a massive compromise. Because like, well, then I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be looking after myself and then taking care of myself to, to, to feel good in that relationship. I would be letting myself go for what? Just, to, just, to, just for somebody else. And if somebody else would say to me, like, well, you can't go to the gym, you've got to see me, well, then that's, that's obviously not a healthy relationship then, is it? No, and I think a lot of the time as well for us blokes, it's like a peak, I find like it's a peacock effect, isn't it? You know, once you break up, is that you get in better shape to attract potentially the next relationship or the next person. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, think it's the same thing for... There's element to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think we've all been there. I think we've, you know, we've obviously... It's to build your self-esteem back up. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You've been knocked a little bit or whether you, you've been the person who's made the decision or the other person has and you want to you wanna get that confidence back. You want to be like, you say, the, 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 the peak or the cock of the walk type thing of, you know, okay, I'm going to get my head down, I'm going to sort my diet, I'm going to get into mm. the gym, get back into shape. And not so much of like a big, like, you know, up yours to the, to the other half type thing that you were with but it's more of the fact like actually yeah I can do this so I'm going to be in shape yeah um, regain your independence yeah. absolutely yeah yeah. so I think there is an element of that um, going back to going uh, back we said earlier about your leg break um, specifically what was it you done because obviously because I know what it is but just let um, well <laughs> I've, done, I've done it twice which is, uh, doesn't help so I did it first time when I was 18 and it was a spiral fracture. Yeah. Spiral fracture of my uh, fibula. Um, and that first time I had to have a plate and seven screws. Now the fibula is, is a, you know, it's the, it's the, the, mo- the more useless bone in your lower leg. Mm. Um, it still fucking hurts when you break it though, mine. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, so that was, uh, you know, in the, in the cast for six weeks. And to be fair, I was probably back playing football, maybe a little bit earlier, I was back playing football after about two and a half, three months. Um, I probably wasn't back playing properly, like full contact, not thinking about it for another six months. But then about nine years later, um, back in 2017, uh, I did it again in the same place, same leg. But this time around, the spiral fracture happened a bit higher up the fibula, more, a bit closer to the knee. And I actually did some more damage to my ankle because the plate was already in the lower part of my ankle. Couldn't it was quite it was a lot stronger as a titanium plate there, so it couldn't break there. So the pressure went higher up my leg. But what happened was my tibia and my fibula, tibia and my tibia, tibia uh, separated. Right. So my ankle was very swollen and very bruised, and they're not supposed to be separated. They're obviously supposed to be together. So I ruptured all those ligaments in the ankle. Um, 
and they're almost like a almost like a bowing effect. So if you put, put your hands together and try and push your fingers out as far as you can, it, it looked like that basically inside my leg. Um, I had to have a week out and a leg cast, so I couldn't bend my knee. Then I had to go back to hospital and saw the, the doctor there, and he was like, "Right, we need to get you in for surgery today, as soon as possible." Um, I got knocked back a couple of times with some emergencies came in, so I had to wait in there overnight. Uh, then I had surgery, and I had to have two pins put through the bones, so they were brought back in line again. Right. Um, and for that to happen, I had to take two of the screws out of the original plate that was there, and I think they're still there. They kind of look like they're floating around on the X-ray. <laughs> I'm sure they're not. Just, I'm sure they're not just shaking about my leg. It's not like, it's not like a rattling bell in my leg. Um, but the two the two longer pins now go straight through both my my fib and my tip. And I did that uh, in March 2017. Um, stupidly close to our mate Dan's uh, stag do. Oh yeah, it was wasn't it. Uh, so was I had not only did I have a week in bed with a leg cast, I then had another six six weeks of a cast on my leg. Yeah, remember. And I went. I, I had to go back to work uh, a week later in a, in a cast. I was just doing my admin office work, but maybe I shouldn't have done, but it was yeah, at least to get my mind busy. Obviously, not going to the gym. I actually bought some weights. The weights I used in lockdown, I bought back in 2017, <laughs> cheap as chips, because what, mm-hmm. what the fuck was the pandemic? Yeah, back in was, yeah. You know? so, um, And I used them, I think, twice. Uh, went to try and sit down on the dining chair to do some bicycles, and all of a sudden my leg was hurting. Because <laughs> you probably should have been resting that up a little bit more. So I got to sack those off. Um, and yeah, naturally just got a bit out of shape. Um, but I didn't actually, I tried going back to football when it took so much longer because I was older, same recurring injury, yeah. um, a bit more metal work in my leg. So I probably wasn't back playing football for a good year after that happens. Um, or at least nine months. Um, I'm back playing now. Um, it took me a while. It was very. Um, there were some dark times because I didn't think I'd ever play football again. Mm. And even though I've not played at grade level, it's been something that I've kind of, it's been my lifestyle is like training on Tuesday or Thursday, playing on Saturday. Um, as you boys know, like whenever we, well, I've done a day session up in Reading or gone to do something on Saturday, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll meet you boys after I've got a game Saturday. You know, I've been quite loyal to that, I guess. Um, but yeah, the recovery time, I didn't think I was going to play again. I, it wasn't until I went just down the road to um, Neil Minter's uh, uh, physio saw a woman in there and she said Look, you will play again you've, you've basically got the same break as it's quite common in skiers um, when you know the ski goes one way but the leg and the knee go the other and you get the same sort of spiral break and the woman said she was seeing somebody else that had done the same break as me um, and then she said they were quite far behind their recovery so you see, and the words that will still bring true to me to this day is like you will play football again you will recover you just need to give it time mm. So just hearing that reassurance, then I was like, right, okay. If a professional saying that, it, it's going to happen at some point. I just need to be patient, and I'm yeah. not very patient. I mean, I went, when I went back to the gym, I went back as soon as I got out of the leg cast, and I was hobbling around the gym just to do some just to do some weights. Um, I had my, my calf. I didn't have a calf. It was just like it, 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 it was really weird. Have you, you ever? I mean, have you guys broken your arm or done anything? If you, if you don't work for a while, the, the muscle wasting just goes yeah. through that. It's, it's yeah, and it so felt like honestly, yeah, it felt like I just had a just a, a sack, <laughs> a wobbly sack on my calf. There was just no, <laughs> there was just no meat there. It was weird. So that took a bit of time to obviously build back. I was still probably not as strong as my left one, but. Uh, yeah, um, it probably does with regards to football. It's gonna. I'm probably gonna have arthritis in my ankle by the time I'm forty. Um, it hurts when it's cold. 
but apart from that I'm still playing football again um, I try and do with regards to the gym stuff I do a little bit of legs but because <laughs> okay maybe less than a little bit of legs but because <laughs> I play so much football I've actually got quite strong yeah. yeah I've actually got quite strong like quads hammies and, and calves mm. so and it's all that it's not just like because the football movement of you pushing off and whatever that is actually creating strength in your legs mm. I mean you're the expert I'm not the expert on, on, on um, you know the body as such but when it's come to I've never really done like really heavy squats or leg presses or whatever yeah. but you know when I have done a bit of legs I can, I can still do I'm not saying it's amazing but I can still do a leg press of like 180 160 180 um, but I just don't train I'm not one of those guys who's like you know I say like triangle, but like you know, the legs are popping, like every muscle is mm. popping, but they can barely, they can't barely move around the gym. They're just like waddling around, yeah. you know. Um, you know, we'll come onto it the spark maybe, but I can I can still run quite quite far and still carry a little bit of muscle. Like for me personally, I, I haven't weighed myself recently. I'm around about the ninety kilo mark. Yeah, for a six foot two person, that's it's probably normal maybe like maybe a bit heavier but that's purely because I don't think I don't know what my body percent in, in um, fat is but it's not it's not massive um, but that's just purely because of my height and probably maybe a bit of muscle I'm carrying so yeah. speaking about the Spartan race then how did your boy find it? I enjoyed it yeah, it was I, good. I, I, yeah, despite blowing and that lot, and up the, only in the beginning. Well, no, yeah, I think um, what I enjoyed the most about it was that we all stuck together and the camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, you know, we were laughing about some points, but also like, come on, we were motivating each other to go up the hills. Um, B's absolutely smashed every obstacle going. Oh yeah, did, yeah. To be fair, just we just needed to push him up the hills a little bit. Yeah, the thing is that let's run in more obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> if the Spartan was like 100 metres long with all those obstacles, you would have won. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been the elite race. <laughs> yeah, uh, and if it was a running race, and I might have been a bit higher up as well. But yeah, um, no, I, I, I really want to do another one. I'm, I'm buzzing for the next one. Yeah, what are we thinking then? In, are we doing? Are we doing the 10k one? Or are we doing the half marathon one? Definitely not. <laughs> 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 We've got to get the trifecta, mate. We've got the other 10k, but they've got the t-shirt, haven't we? So, yeah. I, need to, I, need the, I need the green one, I need the 21k. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll get the little, get the other little uh, third, the 5k. Is it a 5k? There's a 5k one, which is the... What do we do? Oh, the 5k's a sprint. Yeah, no, no 5k's a sprint. The 10k's a super, and I think the half marathon's just... A yeah, BJ, the half marathon is the half marathon with 30 obstacles, so yes. five extra yeah. obstacles. Yeah. Right, okay. But quick, <laughs> well, eleven extra k. Yeah, add them in, No, I'd be, I'd, I'd, I'd be up for doing the mate, half marathon, one hundred percent. Yeah, mate, I'd be all over that. Yeah. So I think, I think let's just get the five k. Let's nip that one off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's that's like, I kind of feel like if you do the five, we've gone. But I'd be like, oh, we step, mate, step, step back up. Yeah. Then again, there's one in Twickenham. I found out there's one in Twickenham. Yeah, there's a stadium one. Yeah. Stadium one in yeah. Twickenham in December. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> that's the one that we, the gays was talking about. I oh, was it. That'd be quite cool to do because it's like I do that because that's in the stadium. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. if it was like five k in the field, I'd be like, well, I did a ten k in the field. Do you know? Yeah. Um, so I'd hundred percent do that. But I definitely would do want to do a beast. Yeah. How many obstacles do you got? I think it's the same again, 20, 20 25, oh, five pack. Yeah. Well, uh, I think it was about 20. I think it was 20. Was it 20? Well, because on the, oh, yeah, the, 20 on on the, the boards, yes, 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 yes. On the one we just did. Because it was only the running. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the one. Yeah. That's the race, then. Josh was in 5k stadium. Mate, you'll fly through that. Yeah, yeah, There's no hills. What time's the elite? No hills, no. You've got to run up steps. Yeah, just run up steps, mate. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was ready to carry you up the hill, mate. You can get up the hill, I was ready to go, right, get my back, please. I'll carry you fucking up the hill, mate. I'd, um, yeah, I'd definitely do it as a group again. I'd definitely want to do it with you boys. I think, um, Individually, I saw obviously there was uh, well obviously the Spartan works. If, if no one uh, knows how it how it's organised, there's obviously the elite race early doors. Yes, yeah, the very beginning. And I think if you sign up for the elite race, I think you've surely got to prove that you can do it during the elite time. And then I, I, think like, that, I think that's professionals. I think it's like professional Spartan. Yeah, well that's what I was going to get on to yeah. because the, the guy who won it did it in like an hour and one minute, which is okay. ridiculous. But he like in that particular bloke is like. He's got like sponsorships, so he's doing like races week on week on week, yeah. like around the country. So yeah, he is an elite. Um, but there's other people that did it and then finished like five minutes before us in two hours. So I was a bit like, do you just because you pay more money to the elite? Oh right. So I don't know if you just go, well, I'm an elite, and they go, mm, okay then, we'll take your money. Good luck to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> then there's the age group stuff, which is obviously one down for the elite, um, which we probably could have done as together, but it was just a bit more money. And the, the, I think yeah, we weren't there for a time, were we? We were there just to do it together and have a, have yeah, a, have a, have a bit of a laugh. But obviously, like still do it as well. You know, we weren't just like fucking about. You know, some of the, you couldn't really fuck about. I mean, how can you fuck about on a seven foot wall? You've got to get over it. And I was telling you, know, fucking about for me, he's like, hanging off a dear life at that point. I remember running up the hill to that wall, going like, Oh, you lads, yeah, I can't feel my top half after that, like the barbed wire crawl. Yeah. <laughs> and then running up the hill, I was like, Yeah, yeah, six foot wall, barbed wire crawl, and then a seven foot wall. I was like, Yeah, my, my top half's not great here. And I remember we just got to a point where we had the water, didn't we? And we were just drowning mm, a few drinks yeah. of water, and there was a little group in front of us, there was those, um, the, the ladies there, they could jump on the little ledge to get over the wall. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. We were waiting for them to go, and then we were like, Right, and I think one of you two went and just fucking flew over it. I was like, Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> So, yeah, I'd, um, but then I think, I know I've got back into football, but I would definitely like to, not saying I'd be like that fucking elite guy doing it in an hour, but I would like to see how I do, like, just, like, on my own and giving it, like, I'll say that, exactly. Proper, what, how quick could I do it? Because, do you remember we got to, we, I we did it in two hours seven, but there was a point where we were, like, waiting so, at that little river stream, that must have taken, like, easily five minutes, if not ten. And then, there were times where, like, obviously, I, I didn't do the road climb, so I had to do the 30 burpees. So you guys just took a slow meander up the, up the hill. Yeah, we did, yeah. Then, like, you went down with cramp. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then... Uh-huh. Sorry, Josh went down with cramp. Not so that was all right. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he caused the cramp. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then we obviously went in that fucking mud bath section, and then we did the, 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 the spheres, and then... Oaks they did a deal with Oaks for doing like the, the, the lesser ball and he had to do 15 burpees basically that's not, so basically the ball was an Atlas stone so he basically um, the guy who organised women's Atlas stone so? it was a women's Atlas yeah it was, it was a women's Atlas stone just like that so it was a light Atlas stone it must have been about what half the weight we were lifting and stuff um, and the rest it was about 80 back, kilos back, back quarter, was right? it yeah. so it was like 5 kilo ball that Oaks was bigger yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking <laughs> And then do 15 burpees on top of that. Yeah, cheers, mate. Yeah. So, but I mean, like, if you, like, so for instance, like, obviously, Josh smashed all the obstacles, but 
in your agree with me it's like you weren't really running up the hills as such at points so like imagine if yeah let's say, let's say like the, I thought the most all rounder in the Spartan was probably you Zach yeah probably so yeah. if you was going like you can do the obstacles did you fail an obstacle I think I failed you uh, did one run with us I think didn't you yeah that was, the, that was the bender one wasn't yeah. it you know, the one the bar that twisted round the twi- yeah. that was the twister wasn't yeah, it the twister, yeah, 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 yeah the twister yeah the twister yeah okay so you did one extra like time loop yeah thing if you like don't think you did any burpees did you no, I don't think no. I did, yeah, no. And you were still, I could still see you like running up the, the hill and into the tricky bits. Uh, to be fair, there, there were bits where you had to walk. Don't care oh, yeah, how fit you are. Oh, yeah, because you had to fucking climb up the edges. The off sort of In the woods bit. Yeah, the woods bit, you had to, because so many tree stumps out of it, if you attempted to run, crikey, you would have broken an ankle and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. So I think, but it was interesting to see, like, right, I just want to go for this and see see what I could do. Probably wouldn't be as fun, obviously doing it with your mates, maybe, but um, I don't know. But then again, I think the whole purpose of like us doing these event things is because, you know, I know we had Dan this out, um, and that, like, no doubt he will join us for the next one, but the, I think the best of that is like almost, for the next stage of our lives, our way of spending a weekend together with, with, as lads. Yeah, and I think if you, even if we just did once in, in the year, yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to throw in a bit of fitness. If we're all fit and healthy, we can do it. And then great. Like, that, that's a good way of meeting up. And then if it's away from here, so we went up to Leicester to do that one in Market Harbour. Um, I was thinking, yeah. I, if, if looking back on that, I was do the Spartan and I quite liked going to Cozy Club, having some drinks and some food. Yeah, and then, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, I'll call it a night there at eight o'clock, but just stay, like, just stay in one place, have a couple of drinks, have a nice bit of food. And then like, I'm not saying like a 50-year-old man here, but like getting to 10 o'clock and going like, cheers, chaps, that's a good day, that. Rather than chase the night and then going to bars and clubs there are like 18, 19-year-olds and you stand there and like, this is a fucking... Dad didn't know what Wayne Wonder, no one, no letting go. Wayne was, Wonder no. and fucking DMX thinking, am I, am I in true on a Wednesday night? Yeah. Uh, well, Beans was fuming, wasn't he? Because the fact that they didn't even know what Wayne Wonder, no letting go was. That's how young the crowd was. <laughs> yeah, so you, know, you end up just chasing the night a bit then and you're just like, you're standing around you're like, right, whose round is it now? Okay, yeah. And you're just drinking drinks for the sake of being there type thing. Do you know what I mean? So, it is, I think yeah, like you yeah. said, I think for me, up with the lads I think it's, it's a great I would recommend to anybody who's got a group of mates to go and do a or even girls out of it you know for girls as well like if you're into your fitness um, that would be something as well like um, and I think even if you're I think even if you're sort of beginner intermediate you know you're sort of in that phase where you've started exercising for about well, six yeah, months to a still, year you can still do the 5k one you can still do the exactly. as an entry level one um, I would still say like it is I, I wouldn't go if, if if you haven't been doing much running or much upper body yeah. strength. I probably wouldn't say yeah, go jumping on the Spartan Five. Mm. I would definitely say nah. it's more. You don't have more penalties than you would enemy. Yeah, exactly. You just end up just you'll be unhappy, kind of slowly jogging around doing thirty burpees at every obstacle, and that's not what Dreading it's about. Really. Exactly. Yeah. So I would say if you've got a, if you've been working out for a little while or you've got a, a sort of level base of, of running, then it's, it's definitely it would definitely be up your street. But I would say there's there's ones you were looking at, Josh, are the like the, the more flavour ones. Yeah, the flavour ones. Oxford wasn't there or Bisper somewhere like that. And they and they like they'll be great for like beginners to do some exercise, something a bit different. Hundred yeah. percent. Um but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the next next spot on there. Yeah, me too, boys, me too. Right, I think that's the podcast I haven't done with boys. It's been a good chat for an hour. Five minutes, minutes and I was talking shit. That's all right, isn't it? You know, mm. it's... Catch that. It's good to talking uh, fitness live. Mm. And I'm sure, you know... Chance. And again, you know, if anybody listens to this, 
if you do fancy us talking more shit out of it, please um, give it a listen to or recommend it to your friends and that lot because uh, I enjoy seeing these boys and catching them up probably more than once a month out of it or things like that. I know, obviously, we've got our own jobs. Like, obviously, my work is a bit, like, all over the place. I've just come straight from PT here and that lot. So it's obviously my own doing. But obviously, I'd love to do this more often with you boys, even get in, like... Um, Dan involved, um, uh, you know, get just get more people involved out of it as well. Whenever we have our next weekend away, just literally get all of our boys, us boys, just chatting away in that lot as well. Um, well, we'll add some females in there, and get a more female. Yeah, just get just get the miss, mm. just get all the boys as misses. Well, just yeah. get fuck, I was in that podcast. Fuck it. They must wait yeah. two months. Surely. Well, you want to get the other ass, the, the fellas' other ass involved in this. Dish, dish and dirt. <laughs> could do that could be quite funny to be fair <laughs> quite a sneaky podcast <laughs> <laughs> alright um, again thanks for um, jumping on chat so I really I have, um, it's been great having you on out of it um, we could have talked probably for another two hours or something like that as well but this only has a 60 minute time limit so I think it's uh, good to wrap it up there and mm-hmm. say it's getting quite late so um in that lot but I really appreciate your time boys and mm-hmm. um, thanks again for listening um, pleasure any, if any of you listening please share it like it subscribe anything like that be much appreciated um, anything else you want us to talk about that would be much appreciated as well but apart from that thanks for listening to the Unscripted Fitness Podcast I'm Zach and I'm also out see you later